Ini yang sabogato, no? Yes, very sweet and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> But the question is, can you sleep? That's the big question. Unfortunately, probably not. <laughs> we'll see. I will ask you tomorrow. <laughs> Zombie looking me tomorrow. I won't know how you look, but just ask you anyway. <laughs> Life, a podcast that goes to the minds of different content creators. I'm Julian, the creator behind Utterly Random Techie and this podcast, and so grateful you're listening to the show. If you're liking the podcast so far, subscribe on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts as it really helps the show. Today, I'm joined by Danea, the blogger behind TopLoadingForLife.com. It's a blog that mainly focuses on her travel experiences in the Philippines and around the world. She recently started a YouTube channel that talks about being a digital nomad and freelancing. So, welcome to the show, Danea. Hi, Julian. Good evening. Thank you for having me on this podcast. <laughs> so, before we begin, uh, I would like to just describe where we are right now. We're in this new coffee shop called Tightrope Coffee. It's in Mabolo, Afkabahog Street. So it's near Castle Peak. If you notice, there's like a construction area corner. So you turn left. And that's where you'll see Tightrope Coffee in a while. So, yeah, I enjoyed the Afogato here. Yes, very delicious. Try the, <laughs> try the green tea also with a hint of strawberry. So good and smells so good. Yeah, it makes you happy. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so, first, first question. Uh, what's your life? What was your life life like before getting into the content creator mindset? Right. So, I think really my life revolved around content creation because <laughs> um, even my first job is all about creating content or articles. So I write articles or website articles for a living. So, so yeah, I guess I have been creating content for a long time now. Even in during school? Yes, during school I joined magazine. Ah, uh, sorry, our school magazines, and I joined press cons. And um, even in elementary, there was this contest where you learn about newscasting and news writing. And I was part of that, and I even got to the regional level of that contest. So I traveled to Bohol, one of my earliest trips. So yeah, I guess that's why I now I love creating content, articles mainly, and traveling at the same time. So if I'm not mistaken, it's the regional schools press conference. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I participated in one of those. Wow. I actually went to Negros. Oh, I went to Bohol. <laughs> it was Dumaguete, so it was like, how many years ago? Uh, six years ago? Let's just not talk about how many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> six years ago. So, how did you start your love for traveling? And when did you convert that love for traveling into your blog? 
my love for traveling started when I was really very young. I just I just like going to places. Even at that time when I couldn't afford yet to go to another island or another country, I like visiting the, the north of Cebu or south of Cebu. Um, since my family comes from the north of Cebu, so Subud in particular, um, every now and then my family would travel there to see my grandparents. And that, that was always an exciting time for me because, you know, road trip, yay! yay. <laughs> and so yeah, I guess my love for traveling developed very early on. And then eventually I wanted to explore more and more. And so I wanted to visit another island in the Philippines and then... I was able to do that and eventually I went to visit more islands and then other countries of the world as well. So eventually my goal became that I should travel the, as much of the world as possible. Mm. Forgive me, the sound went off again. So you recently traveled to Japan, if yes. I'm correct. My so, last trip to Japan was uh, late last year during the autumn season. So, how did you prepare yourself no. for it? And do you, do you really need a big budget to go to Japan? Right. That's always the question I hear from people asking me about Japan, going to Japan. I'm sorry, by the way, my last trip was last July <laughs> to celebrate my birthday. Oh my god, they're starting to melt Don't. together because <laughs> I've visited around four times already. Oh, <laughs> so this is your first time. Yeah. So I really like Japan is my one of my favorite countries to visit mainly because I love anime and Japanese drama. So and I also have friends there so I like visiting there again and again. Oh. And in fact I want to visit there each year and hopefully experience all the seasons of Japan. Um, so yeah, back to your question, yeah, do you need a big budget? My answer always to questions about budget when it comes to traveling is to make your the amount of money that you have fit your trip, not the other way around. So travel, no matter how much you have, just make an itinerary or travel in a way that would be accommodated by your budget. So if you have 10K in yes. your bank account, you can just visit fewer destinations mm -hmm. and not spend so much on shopping. And then there are budget options when it comes to food. So definitely your 10K can last you for three to four days wow, of really? traveling in Japan. If you have more, then, then that's a time that you can visit more locations. And I tell you, there are many free attractions in Japan. There are temples, for example, there are many free ones. And if you visit during the autumn season, it's so beautiful. Autumn foliage is so beautiful. Even you just go around the streets. There are a lot of orange, red, and yellow trees that are so photogenic. Wow. So when you just do that, then you don't have to spend a lot. That's nice. So have you been there in spring? I haven't actually. That's why wow. I want to visit again next year. Yeah, I've I... been to aut during autumn season and summer season. Yeah, go don't don't yeah. People tell me not to go during winter, especially in the north, where it's way cold. Yeah, it's gonna be cold, and even autumn season is already cold, and we Filipinos were not used to such coldness. Yeah, that's so true. yeah, but eventually I want to visit during winter as well. There's a place called um, Shirakawa Nogo. It's a beautiful place during winter, and then there's also Hokkaido, which is 
like the go-to place during winter. Oh. And so I guess we just need to layer up, <laughs> wear, <laughs> wear five layers of clothing. Maybe then five. they'll survive. <laughs> five, huh? <laughs> so, hmm. uh, you all, you're a digital nomad. Yes, I am. So, what on earth is that? Like, I keep hearing the term that and freelancer and what what's that? What's being what does being a digital nomad entail or whatsoever? Okay, to, to understand being a digital nomad, we must need to understand what freelancing is. So basically, freelancing is working on a location independent basis. Basically, you can work from home or anywhere you want to. So that's kind of the big umbrella. Freelancing is kind of the big umbrella. And under it, for me, there are two categories, which is home-based worker and digital nomad. So for a home-based worker, generally just work at home. There are a lot of people who prefer that kind of work situation because then they can be there for their family or maybe see to other matters that they cannot you know, take care of when they're in an office. So generally, being a home-based worker is you're just staying at home and you're not generally into travel. While being a digital nomad, that's a people like me who like traveling a lot. And because traveling is not really that cheap most of the time. Although, yeah, you can travel for low cost, but you always have to spend for, say, airplanes or other transportation or accommodation. So I needed something to support myself. And that's where being able to take my work with me wherever I go comes in. So that's what a digital nomad is. You travel while working or you work while traveling. <laughs> so with that in mind, I have this very curious question. Sure. Uh, how do you deal with internet connection? Because you're always traveling a lot, and especially if you hop to multiple countries, yeah. that will be difficult. So I'm wondering. Yeah, that is a challenge, especially if you're going to remote places where internet is not so readily available. So what I do if it's if I'm just traveling around the Philippines, I have my I made the investment of having my own personal data, um, a monthly postpaid plan with Globe, with high... It's okay not to mention any brands here. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, what, yeah, whatever brands, whatever, you know, provider that you can get, as long as the, the, the main idea here is to have your own internet, um, especially a high, high, high limit or... Not or so limited no, internet, yeah. no limit. I oh, prefer yeah. no limit. You freaking telcos. I prefer <laughs> no limit even in mobile data. Yeah, sorry, I am not sponsored by. Yeah, I'm just. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm using, so I'm just sharing. Anyway, so yeah, get no. your personal data so that you can just tether your laptop while working. Or in my case, sometimes if I don't get so motion sick inside a bus, I even work in a bus, inside a bus. I even tried one time, I submitted an article while riding a bus to Baguio. <laughs> I could never do that in a vehicle. So yeah. what I do, I sleep. Yeah. What I do sometimes if I get motion sick, um, I dictate. Because, <laughs> you know, my work is content writing. So yeah. when I write articles, sometimes I don't actually write via typing. I like dictate the words. And thankfully, we now have the technology to accommodate that. 
But so yeah, you get your own data. And then when I'm traveling outside of the Philippines, there are now services actually where you can rent a portable Wi-Fi. Yeah. So that's what I did in Japan in um, when I was in Taiwan. So you have good internet, by the way. Yeah. The thing with that is that yeah, they have good internet, they have fast internet, but public Wi-Fi hotspots may not be as readily available. So to make sure, I rent a pocket Wi-Fi, and then yeah, I take that with me anywhere I go. And if a pocket Wi-Fi is not available, what I do is I purchase a SIM card when I arrive at my destination. And that SIM card, there are many options. There are for talk and calling, and then for data. So of course, I choose data. Yeah. Why would you can always talk through the yeah, internet? Messenger so yeah. Other and go to random polls and vote <laughs> in them where to eat. So, since, mm, what's it like to be part of a creator community? Because it's like, uh, we're both in the same creator community, Cebu content creators, and there are others in some communities as well. YouTubers have their own community, so... What's it like to be in a creator community? It's actually very amazing for me because I get inspired by the other members and I learn a lot from them. And the thing with a community as well is often the people are generous when it comes to sharing their knowledge and experiences. And that always, every time I talk with a fellow content creator or I attend activities, uh, like C3 Con. Yeah. I often learn a lot. Yes. And it's also it also provides me with another perspective on certain things, which is another reason also why I love traveling because it does the same. Yeah. And I like I like that. I find that satisfying to learn new things or new perspectives. It just, it just broadens your horizon, so to speak. So yeah, basically I love being a part of a content creator community. Inspiring and lots of learning. Snap question <laughs> from anyone in the creator community. Mm-hmm. Who would you want to travel with, and why? Just curious if you have that in your mind. I would definitely want to travel with fellow travel bloggers as well, cause for sure I'm. I've been blogging for around five years or wow. more, but. When it comes to really producing more content for my travel blog, I've only done it like in the past two years. So I know some travel bloggers who have done it for longer and they were really committed to their travel blog. So traveling with them would surely be an eye-opening experience and I would see how they handle their trips as well and how they communicate that in their blog. So if I could do that, that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, so you have no one in particular yet. I especially in C three. Fine. Oh, in C three, then we have many travel bloggers there. So we have Hannah. There's also Herbert. I've actually traveled with Herbert many times with Aldrin, and yeah, there. The one in Butuan. Yeah, that was actually fun. Yeah, I I also went with Rome, and then there was Marge and uh, Mimi. And it was really a learning experience. That was fun. <laughs> Hopefully, well, I can yeah. do that more. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you, we will be doing more of that in the future. Yes. Fingers crossed. Yay! 
So, I think I ran out of questions. So, we're in the time now where you get to ask me questions and I'll answer it as honestly as possible and with no... Maybe somewhat, ano, uh, maybe I'll keep some things to myself, but mostly, yeah, go for it. Right, so as a fellow creator, you're in the podcast line while I'm in the travel writing line, yep. so I can't say that I am knowledgeable in the podcasting world, mm-hmm. so my question is, how do you deal with... Or what's your biggest challenge as a podcaster and a content creator in general? Here. It's actually split into three things. Yeah. General content creation in Cebu. Sure. Uh, being a tech blogger in Cebu has its own challenges. And being a podcaster, especially if you're starting out. Mm-hmm. I'll start with the podcast since we're in one right now. <laughs> so, being in a podcast the biggest challenge of being a podcaster is, uh, especially if, if you really don't know how to articulate your thoughts well, speaking, like straight, mm-hmm. like if you can speak like 10 minutes straight without uh, much uh, disturbance or whatsoever, then I guess you're good enough. I don't know. You can't really tell unless you try it. That's why I'm trying it right now. <laughs> and another challenge is the equipment. I'm not gonna lie. The equipment is really difficult to get, especially if you haven't dabbled into like video production or whatsoever. Since there are common equipment with video and audio uh, production. So, right now, I'll describe the setup. Sure. So, we're in a coffee shop. So, yeah. one, I don't have a studio. <laughs> Number two, I only have my laptop with me. So, I'm just using the laptop mics. I don't have a mic yet. And despite that, I don't let that hinder me from starting a podcast. Because I know my laptop can record audio. I know I can just share the podcast through a free service called Anchor and not be hindered by paid services. And since I wanted to try it out, then why not? The, the only thing that's stopping me is me, currently. <laughs> See, I know talking to other fellow content creators is inspiring. <laughs> yeah. So, in the tech blogging side, I actually made a blog post dedicated to the realities of a tech blogger in Cebu. I just highlight one of them. We're in the Philippines. We're in an archipelago. Our capital is in the north, which is Manila. And when you're the capital of the country, that's where most uh, head offices of the Philippine uh, franchises or what. They're all there in Manila. Usually in two places. Like Makati or something. I don't know. So they're mostly there. And Unless you have the numbers or you're there in Manila, then you don't really have the clout to get get the usual stuff you have as a tech blogger. Yeah. And I've experienced this firsthand. I'm going to tell a story. So there was this one brand that offered to uh, review a gadget. I was interested, of course. I was a new 
newish tech blogger and I wanted to review stuff other than what I have with me that I bought personally. And the thing is, when I replied to them, they sent me an email again. They said that they couldn't ship here, which is, I mean, I understand their plight because they don't want to be implicated for problems with shipping since they don't have control. Since we're dealing with gadgets that usually cost like 10k or above. So, since we're dealing with that, then you need to be assured that, you know, uh, there won't be any problems with it. Uh, I took it as a crutch back then, but now, like, the companies are starting to come here, and then the one advantage of that is when you they go here, there are only a few, so, like, it most likely I'll be I'll be contacted or like someone close to me contacted and then they refer me, so it's like that. The other thing as a tech blogger, when I started out, I bought I have to buy the stuff. I bought this. In case yeah. you, you know what this is, because it's a podcast. <laughs> These are headphones, so I bought the headphones. I buy my phones. Only recently I got to review phones. So, yeah, I think I think that's really the thing. If you want to become a serious content creator, I think you really need to invest in some equipment also. Aside from your time and effort in doing the actual yeah. content. But like if you're starting out, don't let that hinder you. Yes. We have phones that have good great cameras. Even the Neas, I'm actually jealous of the Neas phone. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just use my phone. I'm also into mobile photography, so I, which is useful for my travel blog. And I just use my phone. And then recently when I opened my YouTube channel, I just use my phone to do videos as well. Because that's all I have right now. I cannot afford those other video equipment. The so. DSLRs and the yeah. tripods and the everything. And uh, what is that again? Gorilla pods yeah. and whatever. So I think if you really have the passion to create the content, you will find a way. The you thing will. there is, you have your own creativity, so make full use of what you have, I guess. Yep. Always make use of what you have. So, another question for me. Yeah, thank you for sharing. <laughs> and as a podcaster, what... What is your main goal? Like, where do you want to see your podcast eventually down the, down the road? So, this a podcast, this podcast, The Creator Life, is about getting into the minds of different content creators. To start, I've been interviewing people here in Cebu, the creators here, since I'm here, and it's easier to meet up with people here. But I eventually want to converse and talk with creators outside Cebu eventually like for example in Manila where most of them are there then there's also that wide world outside the Philippines there are so many creators I want to talk to and it will really take time effort and the audience to reach those people outside the Philippines which is why for now I'm Focusing on the one, the connections I have, mainly, and the ones just in the Philippines. I think that's a very nice goal that you have set for yourself. Yeah. Uh, especially because it's all about 
getting into the minds of you know people who create and make stuff and, like you yeah. <laughs> and again i love opportunities to you know learn new perspectives and i think you're doing the same thing and that's true so yeah guys if it's your first time listening to this podcast of julian you listen to the other um episodes that he has because there will be different perspectives and it's always great to learn new things no matter how old we are <laughs> and no matter how similar our answers may be yeah sometimes our perspectives will be different and we may say the similar mm. we may say the similar things but they're told in a different point of view yes these are also great sources of inspiration there were times when i thought that i could not do video or until now i am still not confident but julian and similar people in c3 encouraged me to start my youtube channel and i did and they were really very supportive so yeah thank you for that and it's always good to learn new things yeah and to everyone who keeps calling us ccc stop stop calling us ccc we're not ccc we're c3 maybe we haven't made that clear sorry i'm on a mini run C3, not CCC. So, another question? I want to know, as a content creator myself, I have heard discouragement from other people in my life. There were some friends or even family members who asked me, like, what what are you doing? To them, it seems pointless. And I'm sure other content creators experience the same thing. So, how do you handle when you do receive, like, discouraging sentence or discouraging opinions from people who are close to you regarding your being a content creator another fun story <laughs> my parents even until now still think that this is a hobby mm, yeah yeah this is the one common thing i hear from people yeah. like they tell you this is a hobby they tell you you don't make money from this Yes, that's true. You don't really make money from this in the start, but that's your eventual goal, like side goal. Don't make it your main goal to earn money, because unless that is your main goal to earn money, you're you're gonna do a different strategy for that. But for content creation, it's not enough that you aim to earn money, because you'll eventually get bored, and you will not. That won't stop you from being bored and discouraged from doing it. So it's best that you have a main goal in mind for what you do so that you won't get easily discouraged. Even I have uh, some moments of discouragement, but I just tell myself that I want to do this, especially this yes. podcast. It took me a while, actually. The, the feed has been up since like March, April. This is a different format. Congrats. But... I never really felt comfortable, especially if it's a new style format because everyone else is doing it. So like, I don't want to do this. So when I thought of this concept, like it's a great idea. Although there are maybe similar podcasts like this, I think that having the perspective of Cebuanos and other creators in the Philippines, I don't think other people have interviewed creators as a lot here in the Philippines. Yeah. And then, like, I want to expose to the Philippines that there is more than just blogger. It's like, there's this event that, sorry, honestly, to anyone who likes this event, uh, uh, 
sorry, but I really don't like it. There's this event this Saturday. I'm just gonna, not gonna name it, lang, so that I won't be bashed. Although I want to be bashed, I ca- I secretly want to be bashed. <laughs> okay. I secretly want to have haters. Well, yeah, that will lead to more meaningful discussions, hopefully. <laughs> more like, more like, more engagement and more comments <laughs> than meaningful discussion. But whatever. So like. Like they call it a bloggers something, and then mm-hmm. it's like the ones who get like nominated are like they only make videos or like social media, so they're not exactly bloggers. Maybe micro blogging, but then like that term is like not really a thing. Micro blogging, so it's already like social media video and a blog. Blog is just a web blog, so it's a log of your stuff on the web. So it's not really. And anything else is not really a blog blog. So like I need I think we need to change that term blogger. And I want exclusive to like YouTubers. They are not bloggers, they are video creators. They create videos. They don't just create vlogs like video blogs. There are people who make value based content like Rhea of Call Center Ninja. Yeah. Which is actually my one main of my idols. My main inspiration for doing another kind of content, not exactly YouTube. I'm still in the, honestly, I'm still intimidated by YouTube. She also inspired me to do YouTube, actually. Yeah, but even that, I'm still intimidated because of my niche mainly. Yes. But that's another topic for another day. But yeah, uh, I just have a main goal in mind, and in order to accomplish it, I just need to be consistent and have to provide value. To the content I have. It's really good that you say that provide value because sometimes I've also received similar things from my, you know, close circles. They they even some people even tell me like, why are you writing about your trips? Why are you sharing your trips on social media? To them, I seem to be like bragging, <laughs> but <laughs> but to me, I just want to. You know, there are. I have known also other people out there who appreciate guides and advice regarding uh-huh. the content that I do, and they appreciate that. And for me, I just focus on them, and they inspire me to do more. And I guess I just communicate to those other people who, you know, discourage me. I try as much as I can to communicate with them and make them understand. But if not, then as you said, yeah, just. <laughs> Continue with what you're doing as long as you're not hurting other people. I think that expressing your creativity is a good thing. Yeah. The internet brought a lot of things that we couldn't do before. And well, if you have friends that don't really appreciate what you do and support them, unfriend them. <laughs> Seriously, unfriend them or like mute. Yeah. Seriously, that's what that's what Iggy's religion. <laughs> Do you know who Iggy's religion is? No, not really. Why? Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Also, my already somewhat religion, not really, you know what the religion is. So, yep. So, no more questions? Okay. Yeah, thank you for sharing. And, again, I've learned a lot and got inspired as well. Thanks. So, hmm. What else can we do? So, again, uh, we're in Tightrope Coffee in Mabolo. 
in along Afka Bog Street. Just take a left turn near Castle Peak, like before, then you'll see construction and then the place. So the place is great. For coffee lovers, you'll appreciate the place and the vibe here. Yeah, it's a different vibe than other coffee shops. They did not sponsor this podcast in case yeah, you want to ask. Yeah, it's just that Julian and I are really huge coffee lovers and we appreciate places like these. Yes, and I hope to be doing these podcasts at more coffee shops and eventually a studio in the future. Who knows? Yes, go, go, go. So, thank you, Danea, for joining me in this installment on the part of the Creator Life. Thank you so, for having me. So, where can people find you on the interwebs? Right, so you can visit, if you're into travel, you can visit my travel blog. Again, that's toploadingforlife.com. Uh, Toploading is inspired by that activity you can do to uh, when you travel in Banawe, where you ride on top of a jeepney. Oh. So, so I decided to name my blog that way because it's kind of inspiring for me. I mean, why stay inside the confines of a jeepney when you can ride on top of it and have a lot of fun? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, wait. What, quick question for Rico. What's it like to top load the jeep? It's very entertaining and maybe dangerous a little bit. <laughs> but, the, the, but you know, with the wind on your face, in your hair, and it's like adrenaline rush. That's awesome. <laughs> Especially if I get motion sick inside a jeepney, I just want to go up top and ride there. <laughs> wow. So yeah, that's toploadingforlife.com. I mean, where exactly is the going to top where the jeep will pass uh, I have not actually been to Banawe but there are other places where you can top load um, before ah. when I was younger going to so good in Cebu yeah. uh, we can top load I tried that and that was so much fun uh, for some reason my parents allowed me to top load <laughs> thank good you mama you. good for you yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I appreciate my parents as well. Shout out to my parents for being so supportive. <laughs> okay, continue the plugs. Oh yeah. And then um, if you want to know more about being a digital nomad, about being a freelancer, or even about being a home-based worker, please visit my new YouTube channel. It's called Digital Drifter. Like and subscribe. Yep. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to say share fish and love because it's not mine. Shout out to CJ Estrada. Share fish and love. Yes. So. And then, um, or you can follow me on Facebook, Uploading for Life page, or you can friend me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then my Instagram is Danea Sedai. At yep. Danea Sedai. Yep. So. You can check out my stuff at utterlyrandomtechie.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at utterlyrandomtechie. You can also follow me on Twitter, but since Twitter is a stubborn service and doesn't offer long usernames, so I'm at U-R-T-E-C-H-I-E. So, once again, thank you so much for listening, and until the next one, enjoy your tech. Bye! Bye, thanks! Bye! Bye.